0: It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to connect the dots between who we are as spiritual, intellectual, physical, and emotional beings. And we are complicated, to say the very, very least. But um, I have as a new guest today, Mark Anthony, um, and I'm going to tell you about him in just a second, but I want to remind everyone that there's about 280 shows now that are up on uh, both the podcast website and also at my website itself, which is synergyconnectionradio.com. And there's a synopsis of each show there. So you can kind of look at the synopsis, determine whether it's of interest to you, and then listen to it. And of course, there's ways to contact all of these amazing guests that I have uh, at the end of the synopsis. So you'll be able to get uh, directly in contact with them. Um, Also on my website, you're going to see Boomers Forever Young. And that is a company that I've worked with, um, gee, for like over five years for health and wellness products. And I will tell you that there are two things, as long as we're facing this pandemic still and all of the variants that come along with it. um, I, you know, I preach this literally every single week. You need to know your D is in dog three level. They will not give you that blood test unless you request it. And that is the level. of of your immune system. I will tell you that the majority of people, it's around 40 to 45, which is not nearly strong enough to combat viruses and bacteria. Um, Mine is at 100. And my doctor just kind of went, well, okay, bring on the kitchen sink because (laughs) you're not going to get it. And the other one that you need to request is a C-reactive protein test. And that is the level of inflammation in your body. And you want that below 0.5. Again, mine is a 0.1. I just had my physical a couple of months ago and my doctor was just amazed. And she's like, well, whatever you're doing, you just keep doing it. So everybody, please ask your doctors for those two tests when you go in for your physical. You can subscribe to the Boomer newsletter. Uh, It has a wealth of information. You can go to their website, read their testimonies, look at their blogs Um, they have so much information there for everybody on how to stay healthy and if you were to decide to order any of their products you'll get five dollars off if you put my first name in so l-u-c-y in the discount uh, bar and you'll get five bucks off and gosh today that currently is about a gallon of gas I don't know where that's going to go. It might be that we'll be paying six or seven or eight dollars before the summer is out and the fall begins. All right, everybody, I want to welcome to the show Mark Anthony. And Mark um, is a um, he's an Oxford educated attorney. But what we're going to talk about today is a book that he wrote called the afterlife frequency. And I purchased the book a couple of weeks ago and Mark, I'm sorry, I'm not done with it because I'm reading it slowly. It is a wealth of information and I love the way you have woven, um, you know the technical aspects and the historical aspects of what this is all about. And it's just not a modern day woo-woo book, as my husband used to say, because he always called me a woo-woo person. And, you know, you and I have talked about the fact that he's been deceased now almost five years, but he let me know after he died that what I have always said and what you propose here is absolutely accurate. And uh, so that's just a whole nother story. But uh, we're going to be talking about your book. And the fact that you are a world-renowned fourth-generation psychic medium, so you come from a long lineage of people who have this ability. Um, You also co-host a TV show called The Psychic and the Doc, and you write for the Best Holistic Life magazine. And um, so I'm going to just have you jump right into the show. Um, I, I have told... I know at least a dozen people so far. You have to get this book. And several of my uh, personal private clients, because I'm still a psychotherapist, um, I have also told them you have to read this because many of them are coping with losses. And if they know that life doesn't end, you know, that they're still going to be able to contact these individuals if they want to, or that they're going to see them again sometime. It, it makes a huge difference in their ability to just cope in general. So,
2: welcome to the show. Thank you, Lucy. I appreciate uh, you having me on, and um, thank you for for what you said about the afterlife frequency. It's my third book. My first book, Never Letting Go, is a guide on the journey through grief, and uh, that's been recommended by hospices and grief counselors worldwide. And the reason I wrote. Uh, never letting go is for people like when you're just you don't know what to do. You've had that loss and you're devastated. And it, it helps get you through that. And then my second book, Evidence of Eternity, I wrote that because when I was on the Never Letting Go Tour, people kept asking me questions. Is reincarnation real? Is there a soul? I mean, do animals have souls? Uh, Is there a hell? And so what I did is I took all the questions people were asking me, and that became essentially the table of contents for Evidence of Eternity. And then when I was um, on on, uh, my speaking tours since Evidence of Eternity, people kept asking me more in-depth questions, and that led me to writing uh, my latest book, The Afterlife Frequency, and it's the scientific proof of spiritual contact and how that awareness will change your life, and I wanted to go very deeply into all the different types of spiritual phenomena. because traditionally, Lucy, mediumship what i do facilitating communication between people here in this world and their loved ones in spirit has been put in a separate category from visitations where a spirit will you'll feel a spirit around you let's say that you know you're not necessarily a medium but everybody is capable of having mediumistic contact or you have a visitation in a dream and then there's near death experiences where people die and they, their consciousness leaves their body and they encounter spirits and, and sometimes even uh, a greater power, the divine God, you may say. There are shared death experiences where more than one person experiences that phenomenon. And then there are deathbed visions, not to mention out-of-body experiences. So traditionally, all of those phenomena have been put into separate categories, but they shouldn't. And that's one of one of the reasons that I wrote The Afterlife Frequency to explain how all this works on the basis of science. And like you said, it's, it's not a woo-hoo airy fairy granola book. No, this, no. This is based on quantum physics. Right. But for, for everyone listening and, and, and Lucy, um, I really appreciate everything you've said. This is not going to be a dry, boring technical treatise. No. No, um, I suffered through enough books like that in the practice of law and in law school, where reading it, I almost would rather drink molten lead than try <laughs> to get through some of this stuff. So I I make it fast moving and I illustrate everything with true stories because people should not just be educated, but I, you know, reading should be one of life's pleasures. And so that's one of the reasons that, that I write my books the way that I do.
1: No, that I mean, it's very obvious. And I, I'll be real honest with you. I was a little concerned as I ordered it because of you being an attorney as well. I thought, oh, boy, I wonder if this is going to read easily or whether it'll be slodging through this. And um, I loved it. And I loved at the very beginning of your book, uh, you're in uh, England, I believe, and uh, the Gothic uh, young lady that was at the bookstore. Yeah. And you were describing <laughs> that New York her. City,
2: That was New York city, oh, New York
1: city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, she, she should have been from England, I think. <laughs> um, but they, the children that followed you there, their spirit and the fact that you knew they were children and you had no idea that this was a grief support group of people who had a child die.
2: Yes. And, um, this book has several different facets to it. It not only explains the phenomenon, it also explains how to recognize when spirits are around you. And uh, the story that Lucy is, is referencing, um, and I don't like to give away too many of the stories in my book because I spent a long time writing it, and it's, it's going to be better than, than how I'm going to explain it. But, but um, like I'm, I am the keynote speaker at Helping Parents Heal, which is an organization dedicated to helping parents who've who've, uh, suffered the most tragic loss of all, which is losing a child. And that's coming up in Phoenix in August. And when I was in New York City a couple of years back, I was at MSNBC at 30 Rock and we were taping uh, a segment for this interview that I was doing. And that evening I was doing a spirit communication event. And we were walking, my manager, Rocky, she travels with me. and She used to live in New York City. So she knows, like she said, look, we can't get a taxi. It was pouring rain and freezing. It's February in New York City, 40 degrees. And anyone who's ever been in New York City in February and it's 40 degrees and raining, you can forget about getting a taxi because, you know, they're all taken. So we're walking and I'm feeling spirits around me and I'm feeling they're all children. And then when we got to, to the bookstore, and, and it's a funny story about the bookstore, but I'll, I'll let, you, let you read that. Um, when, when I started to do my spirit communication event, and that's where a group of people come in and then I open up to, to the afterlife frequency and I make connections between uh, the people here and their loved ones and spirit. Every spirit that came through was a child. Mm-hmm. And then I said, how many people here have lost a child? Everyone raised their hands and somebody said, well, this is a grief support group for children and we're open to spirit contact. And what they'd done is they'd contacted my manager at the last minute and she didn't know that either. Uh-huh. And so the point that, that, uh, that I was making is spirits know when we're doing this and I go into explaining how they're aware of that they knew that I was going to be there. They knew that their parents were going to be there. And so that's why I was feeling them around me. Mm-hmm. And it's not unusual for, for all of us to, to feel a spirit. And you know, when you lose somebody you love, I mean, Lucy, you lost your beloved husband. I'll bet there are days you just
1: know he's there. Yeah, no, I I there are moments when I feel his presence. So that's true.
2: Yeah. And, and see, people dismiss it. Oh, that's your imagination. Oh, you're just thinking about it. But then when it happens in a dream, now, how many people, how many people in the audience listening have had a dream where a loved one who has passed comes and you have a conversation Mm -hmm. And, and it's different than a regular dream. In fact, it's a visitation as opposed to a dream. And the difference is that a visitation has a beginning, a middle and an end. And it feels real and it's coherent. It isn't like the surrealistic, um, you know, quality of a dream where all of a sudden an elephant comes flying in and turns into, you know, a toaster or something. You know how we have these bizarre, bizarre dreams, whereas a visitation, you'll you'll wake up and say, "Wow, I was talking to my dad," mm-hmm. and so that's the difference. And and I go into to great length to explain why that happens and how it happens based on quantum physics, based on our physiology and based on um, the last 50 years of survival of consciousness in near-death experience research.
1: You know, what's interesting is many years ago uh, after I got out of graduate school, I actually heard in my own um, head, if you will, in my consciousness, that I needed to be in touch with a person who owned the largest funeral home and crematorium and cemetery in the St. Louis area where I was. And um, I, I wasn't sure why I was supposed to contact them. I just was told I needed to do that. And when we sat over lunch, I heard myself asking him, have you ever thought about having a support group? And this is like 35 years ago almost. And uh, the Funeral Directors of America, which he was president of, uh, had just had a meeting and talked about the need to do this. So I started programs with funeral homes all across the United States. And one of the gals that was in my group in the St. Louis area that I was conducting, she told the story of trying to sell Her husband's car, and she couldn't find the title. And so, what happened was uh, her son and her went through everything they could possibly think of with no luck. He leaves, the son leaves, she walks into their bedroom, and she sees her husband in the corner, you know, a shape that she knew was his. And he told her to look in that closet in a box, in the, you know, on the top shelf, a box she would have never, ever, ever opened and sure enough, that's where the title was.
2: Love it. And and see, when people try to negate something like that, oh, it's just a coincidence. There are no such things as coincidence. (laughs) That's what I term as spiritual synchronicity, Mm -hmm. and that is how spirits can guide us, and I don't want to say that that spirits are not here to control us. They're certainly not here to frighten us or harm us, Right. guide us. They can transmit um, messages to us. They act of a guiding nature. And, you know, Lucy, I was trying to figure out how do I explain for people who aren't mediums how they can have a mediumistic experience because um, everybody's capable of it, although not everybody's a medium. Now, people say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, it's like I can swim, but I'm not an Olympic swimmer. I can play a guitar, but I'm not the lead guitarist for a rock and roll band. Right. All right. So we're all good at doing different things. Some people are better at certain things than others. And, and let's look at it this way wouldn't it be boring if we were all the same? You know, we'd be like a school of fish, everything, you know, right. we act the same, same color, same size. So, We're we're diverse and we're all different for for a reason and and basically for a good reason. And until humanity realizes that, we're still going to have conflict. But I was sitting here in my office trying to figure this out, and I hit the dreaded writer's block. Uh (laughs) And, you know, the funny thing about writer's block, it always seems to happen when you schedule that day to work on the book. Okay, it's always when you have a lot of time to work on it. Whenever I'm time pressured and I don't have time, that's when I get my best ideas. So I do know one thing. You can't can't force your way through it. So I shut the computer off and I thought I'd go for a walk on the beach because I live near the ocean. So I'm walking down uh, my driveway and I figured I'll head toward the beach. Well, I start getting these cold chills and tingles. Now, that's why people think spirit communication is scary because when a spirit, which is pure electromagnetic energy, is interfacing with us their energy their electrical field interfaces with ours and it's the same physiological response that we get in flight or fight okay mm-hmm. so people get all scared but i i you know i'm experienced and i know this and i'm getting directed away from the beach towards this bike path so i start walking down this bike path it's around 11 in the morning and i see these two objects shining in the light and i walk up and it's a nickel and a penny and i All of a sudden, I'm feeling my parents' spirits around me, and I go to pick them up, and I hear my mother. I hear her voice. If they're not heads up, it's bad luck, and I started laughing because (laughs) my mom's family is of Italian descent, and and, uh, the Italians, we have a superstition for all occasions. Watch out for the black cat. Don't walk under a ladder. God forbid you drop a mirror and break it, you know, and I'm laughing, and then I hear my dad's um voice. He's from a real waspy, you know, Protestant family. I hear his voice in my head. It's money. Grab it. So I'm <laughs> laughing and I'm standing there and I'm looking at this nickel and this penny. I go, oh, six cents.
1: Ah.
2: I go, okay, okay, okay. And it's like six, Sense. six cents. Yes. All chills and tingles intensify. Yeah. And then in my mind's eye, I see a vision of my father. And he's holding this blue canvas raft now my dad was a navy seal he was a nasa engineer but he was also a swimming instructor he taught like dozens maybe a hundred kids or more in his life how to swim and i remember that blue canvas raft and i'm like raft and then i hear my parents voices mark teach people how to recognize the presence of spirits accept the contact is real, feel it without overthinking and trust the message. And I go raft (laughs) and I run back home, turn on the computer and the words just flew out of me. And so one of the the teaching components of the afterlife frequency is the raft technique teaches you how to recognize signs from spirits. And in this particular, uh, experience, my parents' spirits walked me through it. I couldn't work. I couldn't think of anything. I was, so I, I go for a walk and then I feel like I'm getting guided in another direction. So I go with that impulse. I see the coins. I hear their voices. So I recognize the signs from the spirits. I accepted the contact as real. But it's the third step where people really go wrong feeling without
1: I overthinking you pause for one second here. Let's hold on to that third thought. I want to take a short break and have a word from our sponsors and I will be right back.
0: Are you feeling stressed and anxious about life? Have elevated blood pressure? Experiencing weight gain? Having problems with your immune system? Getting healthy and staying healthy is more important than ever and it has never been easier when you have fundamental nutrition from Boomer products. Restore the youth and vitality you are used to in just minutes a day. Check out our website at www.boomerboost.com to see thousands of reviews from customers just like you who are benefiting from Boomer products. While you're there, check out our podcast, blogs, and videos, and get caught up on the latest health news and information. Use promo code Lucy at checkout. That's L-U-C-Y to save $5 on your order. Stop existing and start living today with Boomer products.
1: Okay, welcome back to the Synergy Connection show and I have as my guest Mark Anthony and we're talking about the raft concept and you were explaining the third part of the raft concept.
2: Right, raft, recognize, accept, feel and trust and I got to the the third component which is feel without overthinking. Now this is where everybody goes wrong. Mm. People say, oh, just a coincidence. It's my imagination. I'm making it up. Or if you confide in other people, oh, well, people have dreams all the time. Grief induced hallucination. Oh, don't buy into that hocus pocus. And so that's where most people go wrong. You Hit the third part, the, the F word, the, the feel instead of, you know, feel instead of overthinking.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and so when, when you begin to train yourself to feel it, let it resonate through you, then you trust the message. Now, trust. Let me talk about this for a minute. Messages from spirits. Messages from spirits are messages from the divine. And they are never about anger, bigotry, hatred, or violence. They do not motivate people to harm others. They do not motivate people to start insurrections. They do not motivate people to to, uh, put on bomb vests and blow, blow things up. That's the human ego. True messages from the divine are about love, healing, resolution, peace, and protection. And that's the difference. Because we live, you know, the the material world, the world we live in is filled with a lot of very ego-driven people. And in this day and age, you hear all sorts of nonsense. God told me to attack and hurt these people. God doesn't do that. God doesn't hate unfortunately, people do. And so when I started, after I would written down the RAF technique, and I started looking at what they gave me, I realized this is really important. And it's not just for a situation like that, Lucy, it can apply to interpreting a dream, where a loved one comes and talks to you, it can help you make sense of a near death experience you may have had, Deathbed visions. And I know that we have limited time, and uh, I'd like to come back and talk about deathbed visions and shared death experiences at length. But deathbed visions have been reported for, for thousands of years. And in more recent years, they're being documented much more heavily. And that's where somebody is in the process of physically dying, and people in close proximity to them start to pick up. And experience what that person is seeing. In other words, they see spirits that they know who have passed come to them. Uh, people in close proximity may feel suddenly lifted up off their feet. They're not really lifted up off their feet. What's happening is the uh, brainwave frequency of their brain is now interfacing with this higher frequency, and you get a bit of a euphoric and lightheaded uh, sensation. You mm-hmm. can actually see. Uh, the spirit of the person coming out of, of um, the individual as he or she physically dies. And so shared death experiences, and I go very heavily into them in the afterlife frequency, and I explain how and why they happen. Um, are, are, it's kind of the new frontier in afterlife research, mm-hmm. but the thing is, there's nothing new about it. It's just that now people are coming forward and aren't you know, ashamed or afraid to report that, hey, I saw this, you know, when when my mother died, I I saw her spirit and so did everybody else in the room. And it's very important for us to realize that these experiences are not only real, but they're proof that the soul, the who and what we are lives on after physical death.
1: That is so amazingly true. Um, When my husband died... Um, he prevented and talk about frequencies, he prevented phone calls being made to me by hospice, and to his son who were 45 minutes away. <clears throat> Excuse me. And <clears throat> he did that I think because he wanted to prove a point. So what happened is when I got there, he had always been cold, uh, because of this condition called pericardial infusion. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, he uh, always had long sleeve shirts on, even in the summertime. And in Florida, you know, we, we have a lot of heat and humidity. So when he died and I got there, he had already been gone five minutes. And generally speaking, you've lost your color at that point, And your body is cold. His body was still warm and his face was pink. And that hadn't happened for two years. Wow. So he was making sure that I understood that my belief that we are frequencies, he was energizing his body because he had not been able to energize it when he was alive. But after his death, he could, that frequency could go in and create that energetic field that kept him warm. And it kept him warm for two hours. It took that long for the coroner to come. And the nurse kept coming in and out going, I don't believe this. I don't understand. He has no heartbeat. And so that, you know, is,
2: that is just amazing,
1: isn't it? And, and the, and the doctors said, that's impossible. You know, that can't happen. But it was a fact. Now, after the coroner got there and they put him in this beautiful little quilted bag, um, and I was allowed to come back in before they zipped it closed, his face had then gone totally white and he was cold but he waited until then. So I just thought that was so amazing because we don't understand not only what we're capable of doing in our life, we have no concept, uh, you know, until you do something like this book um, to help people understand that life does go on. It's just at a different frequency, but it goes on. And I'm so glad you wrote the book because a lot of what I've been telling people for a long time now, Um, you put into words and, and you've done such a beautiful job, you know, with the story. It it is a very moving, alive piece of information so that it's not a dry book that, you know, you and I have read over the years that other people have written. This is one that you just kind of, you can't wait until you hear the next um, story of how it happens.
0: Well, I
2: think that that it's important to to illustrate this in in ways that people can understand. And one of the key concepts in the afterlife frequency is the electromagnetic soul, mm-hmm. and that explains that's my twenty first century term to de- to describe what we really are. Every great teacher, spiritual teacher, from ancient India um, through Krishna, Buddha, Moses, Jesus, Lao Tzu, Muhammad, Gandhi, Native American spiritualists, uh, the Pacific Rim uh, of belief systems, All of them teach that the soul, the who and what we are, pre exists the body, comes into the body, moves on after the body dies. We know from the laws of thermodynamics and physics that energy is neither created nor destroyed, only transferred from one form to another. Mm -hmm. We know from the study of neuroscience, which is the field of medical science that studies the brain, that the brain has an extremely sophisticated electromagnetic field. Well, so... So the brain doesn't create consciousness, it's like a it's like a hard drive that hosts all our programs. So the electromagnetic soul describes what we really are, which is pure consciousness, which is eternal electromagnetic energy. That when the hard drive brain crashes, it moves on and goes from a lower, slower vibration to a higher frequency, the other side, or what I call the afterlife frequency, and that it maintains a coherent field. And in other words, when you die, you take you with you, and we can still communicate with you after you physically leave your body.
1: Right. And I think it's important for people to understand that all they really have to do is ask. If you want that connection, and you have information that you either need or or something along those lines, all you really need to do is just be open to receiving, you know, it's like that AM FM that you talk about. So we're open to receiving the information. If we dial a different station, and we're not open anymore, and there's nothing but static, we're not going to hear, right? You know, we do have two ears, so we can listen twice as much as we speak. So we have to close the mouth and open the ears
2: yeah that's a big problem with uh the RAF technique is how many people block it and I explain how people block it um it's called I call it the no 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 syndrome it's like if I'm doing a reading with somebody and I'll say well this is coming through does that make sense no are you sure no and and what it is a lot of times the things that come through people don't understand right away uh-huh. so Before I do a reading with people, and if people want to find out about readings with me and uh, ordering my book, signing up for my newsletter, please visit my website, which is afterlifefrequency.com, just like my book, Afterlife Frequency. But I was doing a reading for this uh, gentleman recently, and he was really good because I said that, well, your father's spirit's coming through. And he said, well, I never met my father. He died when I was a baby. I said, and this was a telephone reading, so I couldn't see him. I didn't know what he looked like. And I said, he's showing me two snakes, two snakes. So I'm thinking, all right, these folks must have had some type of story about a snake, or maybe it meant the caduceus, you know, the medical symbol of the staff with the two snakes on it. I'm thinking maybe it means something like that. And he said, well, Mark, I think it's Native American. I said, why? You know, because I'm not one of these psychics that, oh, Native American, Native American, you know, I don't just flip, you know, fling that stuff out unless there's a reason. He said, well, my father was 100% full-blooded Sioux, S-I-O-U-X, of the Sioux Nation. He said, but I don't know what this means. I said, okay, just make a note of it, we'll move on. Well, the next day, Lucy, I get an email from this gentleman and he and his wife found a book and they took a picture of it. It was about the Sioux Nation. And in the Sioux language, Sioux means two snakes.
1: Oh, my gosh. Wow. And,
2: and, as I, and, and I mean, and, and it's like, I didn't know that.
1: He uh-huh. didn't know that.
2: And that's why I always tell people, be careful with no, 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 during a reading or during spiritual contact. Right. It can take hours, days, weeks or longer for the full impact of a reading to make sense to you.
1: Right. Right. I had a reading done with someone years ago. And one of the things that he told me just, you know, almost immediately is I see a man walking toward you with a big bouquet of yellow roses. And I knew immediately that that was my brother because um, he had passed away a number of years earlier. And um, when I was in the hospital in my twenties, he came down the hall with this 24, you know, yellow roses. And so he knew that I would recognize this in this reading. If, if other things had happened, I might not have, but, or, you know, been said, but the yellow roses, that was a dead giveaway as to who I am. Yeah, <laughs>
2: isn't that great?
1: Yeah, it really and truly is. Well, go ahead and uh, share with everybody, you know, where you're going to be and again, how they can reach you and any events you have coming up, because our show is almost coming to an end.
2: I have two Spirit Communication online events, June uh, Friday, June 24th, and Saturday, June 25th. Uh, June 24th is a what's called a gallery event, and uh, there are several people there, and I'll be making connections uh, for attendees with their loved ones in spirit. And gallery events are great because even if you don't get a personalized message, you may get... Um, you you may experience something that touches your heartstrings and resonates with you very heavily, and it will benefit you. This is part of what I call collective consciousness communication, Mm -hmm. another concept I described. And then on Saturday, June 25th, uh, I'm doing a light circle, which is limited to six people. That way everyone is guaranteed a reading. To find out about that, please visit my website, which is afterlifefrequency.com. Go to the calendar of events, just click on there and it'll just go into the calendar and you'll, you'll see the events. And those are coming up. And I do invite everyone to sign up for my newsletter because I um, will keep you up to date on all the events that I've got going on. I'll be the keynote speaker at Helping Parents Heal annual convention in Phoenix in August. In September, I'm the keynote speaker at the International Association for Near Death Studies in Salt Lake City. And then in October, I am one of the speakers at the Edgar Casey Center for uh, Association for Research and Enlightenment, the Ancient Mysteries Conference, where I will be presenting Sacred Astrology, the Mystical Magi, and the Mystery of the Star of Bethlehem. And these are really fun presentation. Uh, that's a really fun presentation based on astrophysics to describe a very familiar but not quite understood phenomenon. So those are just a few of the things I have going on And uh, you can find out about all of those at afterlifefrequency.com.
1: Awesome. They sound like I need plane tickets to all of them. (laughs) (laughs) It would be fun to see you in person. uh, That's for sure. So thank you so much for being on my show. I know you're going to be back uh, probably right around uh, the holidays and so I look forward to uh, seeing you again. And uh, we'll, we'll talk again at that point. And thanks to everybody for listening to the show. Please uh, share with others and let people know about Mark's book and about how to contact him. And go to the website, uh, www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. And we'll see all of you in the future. Go out there and please make this your best life. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.